Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. What a sports weekend we have underway. Great action all over the place. College football, college basketball. We had a bunch of NFL games yesterday. We got more on Sunday. We've got high school state championship football downtown right now through tonight and through tomorrow. We got the Pacers hosting the Raptors. We've got Indiana hosting Marshall. We've got the bucket game. College football up at Ross-Ade Stadium. It's insane in central Indiana at all levels, and I can't be happier to talk about some of it. The injury reports just released from the Indianapolis Colts and the Tennessee Titans. What injury report? Why are we worried about injury reports here in central Indiana? The Colts, it's empty. Everybody practiced. and Nelson and Leonard are questionable, but they are expected to go. This team gets healthier and healthier and healthier. At least it looks like it's getting healthier for the ten- or the uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's a little bit different. Antonio Brown has been ruled out. Ali Marpet, he is doubtful. Vita Via, he's questionable. Devin White, he's questionable. Mike Evans was full go today. He is not listed as probable, questionable, doubtful, out, nothing. No listing there. So both these teams are going to be in pretty good shape come Sunday. The advantage is to the Colts, Antonio Brown you don't want to face. Mike Evans, enough, right? Godwin, enough. Gronk, enough. We don't need also Antonio Brown, who when he's right, is really, really good. One of the best wide receivers in the NFL. So nice that this happens. Tom Brady. This is really interesting to me. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are five and zero at home. They're three, uh, two and three on the road. To what extent does Tom Brady's performances in Tampa differ with those on the road? And to what extent does that cause this discrepancy in the Buccaneers' level of play? Well, it's pretty damn severe, to tell you the truth. Brady at home, 136 for 209, 1,584 yards, 316 points per game. That's kind of similar. Uh, Away from home, he's 148 for 214, uh, 1,593, so just nine more yards uh, on the road, which you would expect because he's throwing more as his team is behind. But where it gets really interesting at home, Brady, 20 touchdowns, three interceptions on the road, Nine touchdowns, five interceptions. His passer rating drops from 113.8, which would be the best in the NFL, to 95, which would wedge right between Carson Wentz and Mac Jones. Oddly, it's just the opposite for Carson Wentz. He's better on the road than he is at home. He hasn't thrown an interception on the road. Seven touchdowns, three interceptions uh, at home. Eleven touchdowns. No interceptions at home, it's something like that. I may be getting some of these transposed, for goodness sake. This, that would be the first time that this has ever happened. At home, 11 touchdowns, 3 interceptions. On the road, 7 
And oh, his passer rating 101 away from home and 94.5 at home. So maybe uh, these guys are going to move toward the mean. You know Brady isn't as bad as he's been on the road, and you know Wentz isn't as bad as he's been at home. Maybe they'll kind of find a, a middle ground. Hopefully not. Hopefully Brady stinks on ice this weekend, and hopefully Carson Wentz is terrific. You know what the Bucks are going to do defensively. They're going to play a heavy box, and they're going to dare the Colts to try to throw it. And so what is Frank Reich going to do? Is he going to continue to hand it off to Jonathan Taylor, who leads the NFL in rushing by a wide margin, and have him run behind that offensive line? Or is he going to put the game in Carson Wentz's hands and say, Carson, go ahead, they dare you to throw it? You go ahead and throw it. Which Frank Reich are we going to see on Sunday afternoon? The answer to that question has a lot to do with who's going to win this game. It's going to be fascinating. I can't wait to watch this game. It's just great. Anytime Tom Brady comes to town, and we know this about Tom Brady, Tom Brady has won his last eight games against the, uh, against the Colts, whether he was playing for the Patriots. He's never played against the Colts when he's been with the Buccaneers. So these are all Patriots games. And all of those wins came after that game in 2009 with the fourth and two and the Mel- Melvin Bullet stop on Kevin Falk. That fourth and two from the 28 that Bill Belichick dialed up because he knew that that defense could not stop Peyton Manning. What a night. Pacers go from, or Colts go from being down forever in the fourth quarter, like 17 points, to winning that game 35-34, I think, right? It was fantastic. Um, interesting question from Natty Bumpo, a comment. We're going to talk about the Pacers right now, so it's well-timed. Do we know what those people were yelling? Evidently, what they were yelling was something about uh, Bronny James, LeBron's son, uh, potentially being killed and how they hope uh, that they would be killed. So that's what LeBron took offense to. If that is true, that's what the report is from the arena, somebody at the arena. And if that's true, um, that's terrible. And I don't blame LeBron for going and getting the officials and saying, hey, these people got to get the hell out of here, or I'm going to take matters into my own hands. Because you don't don't talk about somebody's kid ever, ever, ever. So uh, Pacers, they host the Raptors tonight, 8 o'clock, a little bit different from the normal 7 o'clock tip, 8 o'clock tonight at Gainbridge Fieldhouse. And avail yourselves, if you're on the ground floor, if you go into that club, in back. It's had so many names, I don't know what to call it anymore. But you go through the tunnel that the uh, the players take back to the locker room, and there's that club off to the left. Go in there and use the public restroom. The, the touchless public restroom. It's phenomenal. It's likely going to be better than anything you see on the court tonight. Because the if, if Ananobi goes tonight, he's listed right now as questionable. If he goes, this is really a bad matchup for the Pacers. They, they don't play the Raptors very well. So whether or not the basketball is terrific, and we hope that the Pacers win by 70, right? What Purdue just did to Omaha, we hope that the Pacers do to the Raptors. But if they don't, use the touchless bathroom, go into the stall and wave stuff and, and watch what happens. It's like Star Trek, but the bathroom version. So there you go, the bathroom edition of Star Trek. Um, you know, it, it, we got an update about T.J. Warren. He's still a ways away from getting full clearance and, 
and and going to re- do real basketball work. He he's out of the boot, and that's a good thing. But he's a long way from being in any kind of basketball shape and being able to drop fifty on opponents like he did in the bubble. So I don't even worry about it. Chris Duarte's been fine. Uh, I got questions as to whether he ought to be in the starting lineup or not. That's a whole. That's a story for a different day. Bucket game tomorrow, three thirty at Ross Aid Stadium, up in West Lafayette. Can IU avoid a winless Big Ten schedule? They lose tomorrow. They wind up two and ten. Not good. By the way, hit subscribe if you enjoy this. Hit like. Ring the bell. Let's go. And we're brought to you by the great people, right? at MyBookie. Go to MyBookie.ag. All kinds of uh, odds boosts today. Very, very fun uh, Black Friday action for you at MyBookie. Regardless, is this Tom Allen's last game? Should it be Tom Allen's last game if Indiana loses? Is 2-8 enough to get a guy kicked to the curb at Indiana less than a year after signing a seven-year extension to remain the head coach at Indiana? I don't think so. It was less than a year ago that Tom Allen led that team to a 6-1 and one Big Ten schedule, Big Ten record. That was nice. Yeah, they lost in the bowl to Ole Miss. But you know what? One year, well, one year to the good. I mean, what the hell? One year to the good, Tom Allen got that sweet extension for about $5 million a year, right? Now one year to the bad, what are you going to do? Look, you're able to go raise money to pay off Archie Miller and hire Mike Woodson and Thad Mata and Dane Fife and, and, and kind of build a really good staff for basketball. Football, the passion isn't there. Bill Benner's bank account doesn't run so deep, nor would he want Tom Allen fired, number one. But even if he did, Bill Benner, as the number one IU football fan in the world, is not going to write the same level of check that people like Mark Cuban or Cindy Simon-Scott are going to write, or the Cook family are going to write to oust or or allow Indiana to oust a uh, a basketball coach. Uh, those the the passion for Indiana football does not run nearly as deep as the passion for Indiana basketball. Um, state championships going on downtown. The first one decided Lutheran beat Adam Central 34-28. Very exciting fourth quarter. I got to be honest, I only watched the fourth quarter. Other stuff going on we'll talk about in a moment. Uh, Brabuff getting ready to or just starting their game against Gibson Southern. Brabuff's going to win that game. And then Cathedral Zionsville tonight in the nightcap. Cathedral's going to win that game. I'm sorry to the great people of Zionsville. But Cathedral's going to win in the neighborhood of 38-7, 38-10. So there you go. Uh, Purdue beat Omaha 97-40. Zach Eady was really, really good. Uh, 20 points, 6 rebounds. Trevion Williams, 14-10, another double-double. And I watched the end of the Dayton-Kansas game, which was so spectacular, Dick Vitale couldn't ruin it for me as the analyst of the game. That's how good this game was. A, uh, a freshman named Mustafa Amzil hit a buzzer beater. His only field goal of the game came off an offensive rebound. He got the ball up, hit the rim, bounced up off the glass, and straight through the net. And so the Dayton Flyers beat the Kansas Jayhawks, and isn't that fun? We root against Bill Self for the same reason that we root against Kelvin Sampson. Even though Kelvin Sampson did his dirty deeds at Indiana, we know that Bill Self is cheating his ass off, or was cheating his ass off. We know that, right? 
still coach him. We like, if the NCAA is unwilling to meet out meaningful justice to coaches who cheat, we like it when it happens against them on the basketball court, and that's what happened today as Kansas goes down to Dayton. Um, let's talk to Ivan O'Idle and get his picks for the weekend. You know, he, he's been really good. He's like 20-5 and five the last couple of weeks. Let's see how the pond's doing. I don't know. In the winter, the fish hide, and we always worry that they're dead. That's just the way we do, because we're stupid. And year after year, that's what we're worried about. And this, this is beautiful. This is a showpiece of the house. This, this thing keeps falling down, so we wedged it in there in the tree. When we sell this house, we think that that's going to be, that's gonna be uh, a huge part of the curb appeal of this house, is how that, uh, that rickety old bird, why won't we throw it away? What's the matter with us? All right, Ivan, wake up. It's a little bit chilly. Get the sleep out of your eye, brother. It's time to make some picks, Ivan. How are we doing this week? Another fabulous weekend last week. Well, what the hell do you think's going to happen? Of course it was fabulous. I don't miss. Let's get right to the picks. Colts and the Bucks. Colts, a three-point dog. I love the Colts in this game. I think the Colts run their record to 7-5 this week. Tom Brady, not good on the road. The Colts, they're going to get some home cooking. They got Robert Mathis going into the Ring of Honor at halftime. You've got 1956 throwbacks being worn. I love where the Colts are at, and I think that they win this game. I think the national media and the national pundits who set these lines, they don't take into account the way this team's playing against the spread. The Buccaneers, 4-6 and six this season. The Colts, 7-4. and four. Tells you all you need to know. The national pundits, they like to pick the team with the more famous guys. The Colts, they don't have them. The Bucks, they do. Brady and Gronk get the gambler's kiss. And so I'm taking the Colts, as I said. And then the over-under. This over-under number is way beyond reason. You know, uh, 53 points is a hell of a lot of points to project. I'm going to go ahead and say that the, uh, the under is money here. I like the under because the Bucks do not score on the road. And the Colts... They don't score unless they have to, although the Colts have been very, very good. Uh, the Bucks at home have scored 38.4 points per game on the road, just 23.7. The Colts in the first five games of the season, 21.6 points per game. The last six, 33.5. That Colts offense is gearing up for a huge day this Sunday against the Bucks, but I don't think the total gets to 53. All right, the bucket game. IU at Purdue, 3.30 tomorrow. The spread, Purdue is favored by 15 and a half points. 15 and a half points, that's a lot of points, Ivan. That is a lot of points. But I have made a lot of money for a lot of people picking against the Hoosiers this year. I'm not going to drift from there now. I'm taking Purdue minus uh, the 15 and a half. I'm taking the under minus 50 and a half because I don't think Donovan McCulley is ready to attack Purdue at a level necessary to score a lot of points. And as a hedge, I'm taking the money line to minus 700. So there you go. Now, Notre Dame and Stanford. Notre Dame is playing for a spot in the college football playoff. They don't have another game coming up. They have got to prove their worth this Saturday night at Stanford. 
And so I think Notre Dame is going to do exactly that. The spread is minus 20. I don't think that Stanford can come within 20. I'm taking the Fighting Irish. Uh, Ohio State at Michigan. Ohio State minus 7. You know what? The last two games against ranked opponents, the Buckeyes have beaten the ranked opponents 115-38. Combined, 115-38. Let's go. I'm taking Ohio State, the Buckeyes. I don't think Jim Harbaugh could beat the Buckeyes if he was given 100 opportunities. And then rape Raptors against the Pacers tonight in downtown Indianapolis. We don't know whether Antinobi's going to play. They are... The Raptors, you know what? I'm laying off this game. Until they say Ananobi's in, Ananobi's out, I'm off it. But let's say this. Ananobi plays, I'm taking the Raptors and giving the points, assuming that they're favored. If the Pacers, I'm taking the Pacers if Ananobi is sitting. I believe the Pacers are favored by three as I'm thinking about this game. I take the Pacers and give the points if Ananobi does not play, if the, if he's going to play for the Raptors with that hit pointer, then you know what I'm saying. All right, Ivan has spoken. Not a lot of games this weekend, but I didn't get the feeling. And by the way, Ivan O'Idol is my name. I was carved from an Irish oak. I am as Irish as the tree trunk is long. Ivan has spoken. There you go. Ivan O'Idol with your picks for the weekend. Not a lot of them this week. But that just means you bet more on the fewer games that that he picked and the fewer spreads that he took at mybookie.com. Tomorrow, Indiana plays Marshall. Marshall, They host Marshall. We will have uh, an instant post game, as we always do. And then Sunday, another instant post game after the Colts hopefully dispatch the Buccaneers and send them back to Tampa with an L. We'll see. Colts, I think, are rolling. Colts feel very, very good about themselves. I like the hard knocks the way they look this week. I like their attitude. We'll talk to you tomorrow night after Indiana beats Marshall, which you're going to do. And then we'll talk to you Sunday after the Colts beat the Bucks. I think that's what happens, too.